Hello everyone, welcome to the Brood Thoughts Podcast. This is German. We're gonna do the, our summer of soccer part four today. And uh, we're gonna go all over yesterday's match between Inter and Sevilla, the final for the Europa League. And we're gonna do a little preview of tomorrow's big clash in the Champions League final between PSG or parent Saint Germain and uh, Bayern and uh, so we're going to do that today again this is uh, we will have our Sunday pod tomorrow uh, shout out to Ed and and Albert also look out for our our post boxing fight today as uh, as we'll be breaking down a few of the fights that we'll see today and uh, follow us on Instagram, follow us on, on Twitter, and uh, wherever you can find us, wherever you get your, your your podcast, however you listen to podcasts, you can listen to us there. Uh, please uh, follow, review, subscribe, and uh, leave, leave us five stars. So here we go. It's Inter versus Sevilla. The first game yesterday, the first half was a very crazy half. Uh, it was very exciting. It, it went really fast. In the we had in the first five minutes, we had a penalty, and it was it was one of those early penalties uh, committed by Diego Carlos, and and just remember that name. And Diego Carlos commits the penalty. Lukaku takes it. It was such a well-taken penalty. And penalties are one of those things that can seem very easy because it's just the striker and the goalie. But sometimes some guys make it an art. And the guy who, for example, we've seen Sergio Ramos take a penalty. Every penalty is different. The technique is different. And just his the the way he's able to deliver a penalty is so amazing. And if you haven't, uh, do yourself a favor in YouTube. Sergio Ramos taking penalties. Uh, I think he's the best penalty kicker in the world. And you get guys like Cristiano, who, who's up there as well. And 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 when somebody hits it well, and, and it's and it's on purpose, and and it's not just a well, I'm just gonna hit it to the left. Hopefully the the goalkeeper doesn't. Hopefully the goalkeeper goes right. There's some guys with real technique, real, real purpose, and and it's and what they're doing is is predetermined. And Lukaku's strike yesterday was was really nice from from the penalty spot. And then there was another. They could have called another. They could have called the handball. They didn't. It was one of those very close plays. I don't think it should have been. But Inter obviously wanted the the penalty called. They didn't get it. Conte, who's who's their manager, just went nuts, and he he lost it. He got a yellow card early, and Conte is very. He he lets his emotions just run wild and he he has some crazy antics which which can tire and get under the skin of of opposing coaches and we saw that a lot in when he was coaching in Chelsea and then we we had a very quick response by Sevilla at the 12th minute the Jong he 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 does the header and he ties the game 
and Sevilla began to to be able to move the ball around, to to be able to control the pace. Lopetegui's game plan worked to perfection, and then we had a we had another goal by De Jong, free kick, Banega with with the with the, with the great pass. And it was it was such an it was an amazing header. It was so beautiful, two one, and then Inter with their with their response at the thirty fifth minute, Inter response, and now it's two two. Godin was the one who who brought that in, and then when we got to the second half, the the game began to flip, where Sevilla began to to control the pace. They began to dictate the pace. It was Sevilla's game from that point, from the second half. The whole second half was Inter trying to catch up, Inter trying to to slow down the game by ways of opportunity, uh, of free kicks and creating fouls, and it, but it wasn't working. And and for a while, it, it was it was a kind of a stalemate until Sevilla's game just kept rose to the top, and and their quality was was much better than Inter's yesterday. And Inter, who has a, a very good team together, and, and and their and the way they played together was not as as precise and as crisp and as good as the the way that Sevilla played. And Sevilla had a really good game. And then we had towards the end Diego Carlos, who had committed the first penalty, who was gonna possibly go down as the reason why they why they would have lost the game. He goes from zero to hero with his bicycle kick goal with a little help from Lukaku. If you saw it, you you know that his the the kick it was gonna go off. It wasn't gonna go in and Lukaku stuck Lukaku stuck his, his uh, foot in there and it went in. Three two Sevilla and it was the first time and this is if you're into if you, if you're into different uh, trivia, you you would want to know that Lukaku's the first guy to score in the in the Champions League final in a, in the Europa League final. He's the first guy to score on both ends. So there you go. If if you've ever if you ever in a situation where they ask you that and they're offering you a hundred dollars if you know the question, you're welcome. And so here we go. So then from there. We get so Inter had Ericsson in the bench. Ericsson to me was the key to this game because of his pace, his passing ability. But Conte didn't play him until late in this game, 12 minutes left or so. He brings him in, which is too little, too late. Ericsson is one of those guys that doesn't look like he's working hard, doesn't look like he's running hard, but he's so good. He he's a guy that you you need on the on the on the pitch, especially if against a team like Sevilla because to slow the game down you can't just create free kicks you have to be able to control the ball pass the ball make smart passes and not make mistakes with the ball and that's something that Eriksen is so good at Conte didn't play him because of that that style Conte gets to a fault he's a guy that that likes the dudes that look like they're playing hard and he and he would prefer that over skill and and there's and this was a mistake by Conte not bring him in not bringing Eriksen in from the very beginning and so when 
they're down 3-2. Conte decides to bring in three three subs. And from the 80th minute and on, it was just Sevilla defending well, moving the pace, controlling the pace, and it was just too much. They neutralized Inted completely. And it was 3-2, Sevilla champions for the sixth time. They won La Sexta, and congratulations to them and to their fans as they, they were crowned champions. Now we let's break down the Champions League. And in the Champions League, we're going to have the Clash of Titans. And, and in this match between PSG and Bayern, we, we have these two teams that are coming and are giants in, in football. And, and one of the greatest things about this competition is that at the end you usually get the, the the big giant teams against each other and we get PSG versus Bayern PSG is coming in with a lot of momentum PSG is a team that in the last 10 years when they began to spend a lot more money and they began to be in the mix for the biggest names in in football with the other top teams like Real Madrid Manchester United Barcelona they they began to and Bayern Munich, of course, and they, and PSG began to put themselves there financially. They were always a team that always went out early. There was always a team that when things got rough, they, they would fold. And one of the things we've seen in this competition is that as things have gotten tough, they're not folding. They're, they keep going. They, they keep pushing. They, they keep they, they keep pushing the momentum and they keep rising to the top. We're gonna. They're they're facing off a Manchester. Uh, Manchester. I wish. I wish it was Manchester United. They're facing off a Bayern team that is relentless. This squad that I've loved watching all year because of just the, their tempo, their tenacity. They don't defend very well, which is the weak spot of this team. But they they are so relentless up the uh, up front that you can't keep up with them. And because you can't keep up with them, it, it, that's that's what covers their lack of, of defensive talent in the back. Or execution, I should say, because they have talented guys at the back. But their execution defensively, it gets covered by the fact that they are so relentless at the top. So, he, so PSG comes in, PSG with... With just the loaded squad, PSG was too much in in their last game, and and as we go in and and we see what we're gonna get from this PSG team that beat Lipsing pretty easily, I should say, it, it, they didn't struggle. It, it, they got the goals. They were able to move the ball. They were just too much for Lipsing. As Lipsing in the beginning, they tried their best to to stay fit, to to stay very conservative and disciplined. It was just too much. Uh, with the likes of Di Maria and Neymar and Mbappe, they they just were, they just brought the their balance and, and and totally eliminated their balance on the pitch. And what we're gonna see in this game, I believe, is we're gonna see a PSG. That's going to come in determined a PSG that has gotten the monkey off their back in the sense of of winning the big game, and we're going to get a PSG that that has guys that have won big tournaments. 
you're going to get a, a guy like Mbappe that you have to pay attention to. He's been in the biggest of games. Neymar as well. He's been in big games. And you're going to get this this team that's coming in and has a lot of success. That they, They're not fearful like the other teams. They're not going to have the deer in the headlights look like the previous PSG teams that we're used to. And they're going to come in and they're going to be primed and ready. They're going to be able to match up against Bayern star for star. And they're going to be able to do what Barcelona wasn't able to do. And that's give them the clash and, and challenge them. And then on the other side, Bayern, they're going to pose a lot of trouble for PSG because they're going to make PSG work. They're going to they're going to force PSG to possibly play a little back and, and, and offer more help defensively. There's going to be Marquisio, who loves to run up. He might not be able to do that in this game as he might have to just stay in the back and, and help for support. Ultimately, I think this game goes down to to Bayern Munich's their lack of execution defensively. If they can't shore that up to, in, in tomorrow's game, they, they will lose. One of the things we've seen in the game against Lyon, where Lyon left them off the hook, and, and we talked about that in our last in our in our last pod. PSG isn't going to do that to them. PSG isn't going to let them off the hook. PSG isn't going to forgive them for that. If, if they are going to go all in, PSG is going to counterattack them to death. And with that, the people that are going to be attacking you is Neymar, Di Maria, Mbappe. And those dudes do not miss. Those dudes will make you pay. And so Bayern Munich, though that offense of PSG is going to force them also to, to play more back. So it's going to be a game of, of who is going to, who's going to be able to, to adjust to each other, who's going to be able to go to plan A, to plan B, to plan C rather quickly. The team that gets stuck in their style, the team that says, well, this is how we play, this is how we have always played, will be the team that loses. Because in these big matches, as much as you want to go in there and, and you have your game plan, you have to always be willing to adjust and adjust to the adjustment of the other team and if you're not able to do that if you're not if if you're not capable of doing that you find yourself losing i think psg is going to win this game i think it's going to be a very awesome game a thrilling game but i think psg is going to pull it off i think bayern hasn't shown that they can would that they can shore up their defense and i think psg is going to finally be crowned champions of Europe. We'll have another pod for the recap of the Champions League final tomorrow. And we have a lot of pods coming up. We have a boxing one. And again, we have our regular pod with Ed and Albert and myself coming tomorrow. This has been German from the for the Brew Thoughts podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy your Saturday and free Canelo.